Good afternoon and welcome to BizTax Asian Midday Market Watch. Lee Kian Soon, CEO of Austral Asset Management, is our guest today. Now, Kian Soon, welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Now, Kian Soon, amid the turbulence and uh, carnage in markets, we're going to come back to you a little bit on that. But uh, we're going to start first at looking at some cryptocurrency numbers and then regional stock markets. Bitcoin is at 18,770. It's down 6.39%. Ethereum is at 1,283.74. It's down 7.04%. Looking across the regional equity markets, we've got the SGX, which is down 1.23%. KLSC is down 0.58%. Shanghai is down 0.91%. Uh, ASX All Ordinaries is down 0.8%. The Nikkei is down 2.07%. The Hang Seng is down 2.55%. And the Kospi is just a whisper under 3% down. It's at two, negative 2.98%. Kian Sun, what's the reason for this carnage in markets today? I think since uh, the Fed has announced the 75 basis interest rate hikes, as well as sending across a very hawkish uh, message, the market has been in correction mode since about 10 days ago. And uh, this has been continuing. Uh, what we witness here in Asia is no surprises as uh, there's always negative handovers day after day from uh, the U United States. So the market, you know, in, in, in essence, the Asian markets have all been badly hit. Uh, not to mention that the currency markets has also begun its wild swings. And uh, I want to talk about the currency market wild swings here. So we've got a wild swing, for example, on the pound, which is literally down 5%. Um, walk us through some of the key currencies that have experienced significant changes in value. I think, again, uh, the, the Fed has outlined a very hawkish uh, projection. And uh, in terms of interest rates hikes, as a result, you see the strengthening of the U, uh, US dollar. And a lot of the central banks, are, you know, developed nations, emerging markets are just playing catch up because uh, nobody has as aggressive you know, highlighted, you know, their, their interest rates highs as much as the Fed. Uh, you see that in uh, a lot of the developed nations' currencies. And as a result, you could see that, you know, as the US dollar strengthened, the other currencies have started to weaken. For the power is something else, right? Amidst all this, uh, you know, market mayhem and turmoil, this, they announced a, a sudden budget, a mini budget, uh, which, you know, uh, would enable them to have significant tax cuts. And that sent the pound, you know, uh, tumbling down as traders were not confident that, you know, such a fiscal policy is actually the, uh, you know, in terms of best timing and, and also as well as in terms of execution because uh, United Kingdom is in a significant amount of debts and they, they, they were wondering how, the market is wondering how uh, the government is going to finance uh, these debts with such a massive tax reductions. So... I want to talk about policy divergence in, uh, with regard to currencies and two countries stick out, the China and Japan. Now, the yuan today is at its weakest in over 20 years. Um, what are your thoughts on this? And do you see uh, uh, this policy stance uh, weakening as perhaps their currencies weaken against the, the, the dollar? 
I think the yuan is under immense pressure for a couple of reasons. Uh, first is, you know, if you look at the interest rates of China, instead of hiking its interest rate, it's very likely given its economic situation, China will continue to have certain form of interest rate reduction or at least keep it consistent. As a result, you know, the currency faces a lot of pressure versus the US dollar. Uh, secondly, the economy is displaying a significant slowdown, uh, as we have seen from the facts and figures. Uh, and once you have economic slowdown, the import-exports numbers are coming down, you will expect uh, yuan to face even more pressure uh, going forward. Uh, I think what is interesting is what has the Chinese government done? And uh, so far, I think they uh, have done things more on the peripheral, i.e. Uh, apart from popping up the currencies, they have also made it very difficult for traders to short the currencies. Um, and this is possible because yuan is not exactly a, a open uh, a market. And uh, they have actually tried to slow down the shorting of the yuan uh, in order to cushion this slide. Uh, Japan is in a, in a different situation whereby it always has been an interest, uh, zero interest rate environment or near zero. And uh, the central banks have indicated that they will not you know, increase interest rates uh, at least for the for the near future, and this creates intense pressure on the currency because, uh, you know, the the as what we have described uh, have discussed, uh, the U.S. dollar is rallying and the pressure on the Japanese yen is also very strong, and it's a challenging situation because I don't think Japan's economy could withstand any increase in uh, interest rates. That would basically send its economy into a tailspin downhill. Now then, can soon what's left for asian investors to do what do we do with our money now i think it's interesting uh and i got asked these questions uh many times you know especially when times are not doing uh you know great for you know uh, most asset classes uh it's interesting and my usual ans uh, answer is you know as an investors asian investors you you should be properly diversified you should look at other asset classes uh the bond markets as well as money markets are beginning to look interesting. Uh, T-bills are starting to, you know, for a lot of governments are starting to deliver interest yield of more than 3%. Yeah. So that could be an interesting place for investors to park their money. And, and I think really in, in a short, in a, and I think we mentioned as, uh, before the show when we were talking, really in a short-term basis because rates are in fact rising. That's correct. Uh, one thing to highlight is in a rising interest rate environment, always look at short-term uh, fixed income uh, securities, bonds, or T-bills, because then you could write on the rising interest rates. And I won't be surprised if a lot of the treasury cross the 4% to 5% mark in the near future. Ken Sun, with that note, thank you very much for coming on the show. You're most welcome. Now, we've been speaking to Lee Kian Sun, CEO of Austral Asset Management in Singapore on BizTax Asian Midday Market Watch. I'm Brian Fernandez. This show will be on our website, www.biztech.asia, as well as our social media platforms. It will also be on our syndication partners, TV stations, radio stations, and websites. Thanks a lot for tuning in.